0: Hey girl, hey, it's your host, V Baby. What's up? I wanted to personally welcome and thank you for tuning into the Golly Girl Talk Podcast. This is the podcast where you will find raw and unfiltered conversation regarding a variety of real life topics ranging from depression, generational curses, relocation, relationships, you name it, you've been through it. We're discussing it here each week. And here is the deal. We will be applying scripture to each and every topic. My goal is to show you how to let the Bible be the governing factor of your life so that you may experience the supernatural peace and joy God created us all to live in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. What's up, Golly Girl Talk fam? Welcome back to the GGT podcast. I am your host, v Baby. I am so grateful to be here today with you all, and I'm excited to discuss today's topic with a guest who's not a guest anymore because she has been here before yes i got this amazing and highly anointed woman of god back in the building hey what's going on what's going on in west virginia hey 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 i'm
1: really glad to be back on here um what's going on in west virginia it's cold that's exactly (laughs) what's going on in west virginia we still got snow on the ground from like several weeks ago type cold
0: Ooh, Jesus I don't miss it I don't I miss don't. it <laughs> no. It was beautiful but I don't miss it I don't miss it um but yeah. you know hey I love seeing the snow pictures from you though I, I really appreciate those they are a blessing to me <laughs> yeah someone can appreciate it I don't yeah well for those of you who don't know Keisha uh Keisha reintroduce yourself uh tell the listeners a little bit about you
1: Okay, well, my name is LaKeisha Gillespie. Um, I'm born and raised in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I am 31. I'll be 32 in a couple weeks, January 25th. Um, Yes, this is getting old. Um, (laughs) I am single. I've never been married. I have no children. I have a whole bunch of nephews and one niece, and I have three great nephews. Um, I live at home with my dad. And I am a federal employee. So, um, you know, very involved with my church. Um, Of course, with the whole COVID stuff going on, you know, things are a little bit different. But still, that's my family.
0: So that's Mm -hmm. a little bit about me. Amen. Amen. So we are glad to have you, Keisha. Um, Y'all heard her say she is uh, a Mayor Jamaican. A (laughs) Mayor (laughs) Jamaican.
1: I'm a Jamaican, like my friends (laughs) like to call me. They say
0: Jamaican? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jamaican. Yes. So much I'm a Jamaican. That. They hating you mm-hmm. Jama- You are married. You're a married Jamaican. A <laughs> <I'm> married Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm still waiting for Keisha to cook me, um, like prepare me like a Jamaican dish, y'all. So hopefully that'll happen in 2021. Um, so yeah. Anyways, we are going to jump right into today's topic, which is breaking bad habits. How many of you have Bad habits that you need to break, like I can think of so many um eating too much fast food, talking too much, biting my nails, <laughs> Ugh, I know that's disgusting, but i I've had this habit since I was a little girl, and I'm still trying to break it um uh, perfectionism, overgiving, overdoing, over talking, lying, <laughs> um you know I've lied my way out of some stuff, you know I mm-hmm. will lie. Um, really quick and now that you know the Holy Spirit is really alive and well in me and I'm you know acknowledging the Holy Spirit when I'm live, I'm like ooh, I need to correct that I gotta I gotta and that just puts so much shame on me that I'm like okay I need to just stop being in the habit of lying so I gotta mm-hmm. break this bad habit um, Keisha what's some of your bad habits like right off the top of your head like a few
1: Um, a few well I whenever I get nervous I bite and pick up my fingers like the edges Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: sometimes I tend to oversleep like in the sleep my day away Mm. or I will just eat I like food trust me I love food not just like I have a love for food it's not a (laughs) coffee love but it's a passionate romance we got going on so I could literally graze all day doesn't have to be one big meal (laughs) I can eat one thing after the next after next after next And yeah, so between eating, sometimes now, since virtual life is happening, social media, it never used to be a big thing for me, but now it's something that sucks me in, and I have to like really stick to my timer Mm, so that I don't stay
0: on there all day and all night because I can. And that's scary. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that was a bad habit for me. That's why I had to get out of that thing. I had to just step out. People like, before I come back, I'm like, no, I ain't doing drugs no more. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> they're like come back just start a Facebook page and come back to Facebook I'm like no y'all don't understand the hole that Facebook had on me y'all don't understand what Instagram did to me y'all don't understand how Twitter just had me up late at night just sitting there like tweaking like nah uh uh nope can't do it (laughs) yeah Valora has no
1: chill okay (laughs) that's why she had to completely step away from social media because she was like living on it like she Mm -hmm. was responding to every comment every Mm -hmm. like Every welcome and every new person, you know, like she wasn't, there's no middle ground with her. She checked it faithfully. Like she was checking her text messages. Facts, facts,
0: big facts, big facts. So anyways, we already deep into these bad habits, y'all. So I do want to define uh, a bad habit based off of uh, a few sites that I went and checked. Um, so I want to break this down for the folks in the front end bike. Um, so according to wikipedia a bad habit is a negative behavior pattern um collins dictionary says that it's something that is unpleasant harmful and undesirable
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: medical dictionary says it is something that is detrimental to your physical emotional or mental health so yeah what would you say about those definitions keisha you got anything right off the right off the back uh, about those definitions
1: Um, It's basically in line with what I had, but I only looked at the word habits Um, Mm. because the thing is you can have good habits Mm. and you can have bad habits. So Mm. every habit is not necessarily a negative thing. It's just depending on if your particular habit leads you to negative behavior and negative results Um, because the definition for the word habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Now, I like the first part of that definition because it's a settled and regular tendency or practice. And mm-hmm. we should be regularly in our word. We should be regularly praying. We should be regularly fellowshipping. We should be regularly plugging in to our source in some way, shape or form. That's, that's a great good. thing. And that's like a wonderful thing that should be hard for us to give up because that's our air. That's the oxygen we breathe. We mm-hmm. need, to be plugged into our source however what makes things bad is when it takes us away from our source and i believe anything that becomes an idol or mm. anything that leads you to sin will separate you from christ so you cannot be connected to your source if you are caught up in living in sin habitually.
0: Mm. that's good Right in the spirit over here i'm just trying to adjust my wig because it's literally just slid over to the side so um glad y'all don't see me <laughs> I'm glad y'all don't, don't see let me. that lace show don't do that <laughs> it's all flipped up and twisted backwards and all that so i had to readjust but um yeah that was that was good all that was good because and then th- i didn't even think about it like that like there are good habits like mm-hmm. um I don't know if, you know, a lot of people, you know, question me about this. I'm just like, I spend way too much time on the Bible app. Like I've gotten <laughs> to the point now where Bible app is like Facebook to me and like I'm on there all day. And so like my church members, you know, I was just at a food bank serving on Saturday and they were just like, man, Laura always on the Bible app, man. Like every single minute she posting something and she got like the best note commentary, like they need, they need to hire her the bible app <laughs> and I was like you know I really need to but I'm like because I'm on the go sometimes and I'm like I'm able to get on there quick you know then I, quicker than I am to you know open my bible but is that a bad habit
1: I, I don't necessarily think it's a fully bad habit now it's your motivation behind it mm. so the thing is when you hear people saying oh Velour is always on there it can be encouraging and then also when they say you have great content and great notes and you break things down a lot of people just i don't know if anyone's used the bible app but hopefully by now you know about the bible app you can um, highlight different verses and a lot of people just highlight it however Valora takes the next step and she puts a note she's writing down what does that verse speak to me and she Mm -hmm. breaks that down so it's a teaching um tool as well so if your friends see and they can learn from you and be encouraged and realize hold up I don't have to have some title in the church in order for me to be drawn to the word of God Mm -hmm. and so it's you know it's a pro and con but if she's only looking for validation Mm. if you're only looking for validation from people liking or making comments on your post then you have to really check your heart why are you doing this and what's your purpose are you growing are you trying Mm -hmm. to minister or are you trying to get a pat on the back from your peers
0: that's good that's good that's good and I you know I like to you know I like to examine everything I would like to say that I don't look for likes and uh, comments or whatever I mean unless they're like you know I got something different, you know, of course, I'm looking for that because I wanted to, see, you know, different perspectives or whatever of what you got from it. But as far as like looking for people to like it, I mean, I, I don't think I am looking for that. I don't ever look for that. But, um, you know, I still think it's like I'm not opening my Bible enough because I'm depending too much on this app. So it definitely can be, you know, a thin line. Mm-hmm. Um between me idolizing this app and not actually opening my physical bible because i do feel like it's a different experience it when is. you open your bible and also you know when you do it on your phone you get any other notifications that come mm-hmm. through it's kind of taking you away from you know what i'm saying your actual reading if you have yeah, distractions know, you're mm-hmm. right so that's 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 good um all right so we kind of talked about like what you know a bad habit would be and like why it's a bad habit with the Bible app thing Um, what are some bad habits Keisha that you felt like God was leading you because obviously you felt like God was leading you to talk on this subject so why do you feel like he was you know leading you to talk on this subject for one like where do you feel like because you obviously have experience in um, you know bad habits and breaking them um, and what that looks like so share if okay. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: this subject is, it's, I can't say it's super near and dear to my heart. I think this is one of those things that is always evolving. It's mm-hmm. something that, you know, every now and then God will reveal things in you that you need to let go of. And so, especially right now, it's the new year. Many people realize they have changes that need to be made and they come with these new year resolutions and they attempt to make those changes and to break old habits So that, you know, this year can go better than previous years. Um, But habits aren't just, you know, habits. They can become addictions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we like to think of addictions as things like drugs and porn and gambling. But they can be, you know, subtle, like lying, you know, shopping, um, Mm -hmm. working out too much and that type of thing. Because working out is great. We should all be active. But when you're in the gym, eight plus hours in the day. And you have right. no other time, then it can become bad. So everything in our life we have to have balance. Some yeah. things that I struggle with um, in the past have been technically drugs because weed is a drug, is you know, it's something that I would use as something I was dependent on in order for me to focus or to sleep or Mm -hmm. to be happy or to enjoy meal. And then also even sex, you know, I'm not married. I should not be having sex, but that was something that I would use to let out my frustration or let out any um, pain or um, even if I was happy, it was, you know, there was something great because it's nothing, it's not bad, but it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's only good in the boundaries of marriage. So whenever you step out of that, then there's other things that are attached to it, such as. So I got a question. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have a question about the drug, the 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 weed, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say a person says, because I've heard this before. Let's say a per- certain person says, "I don't depend on the weed. I just smoke it occasionally." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what everyone says. They always say, "Oh, I can play it anytime I want, but I just don't want to." Okay. Okay. Um, anything that you don't necessarily need. Why are you doing it? Mm. Like, really, why are you doing it? So
0: think about this, like drinking wine.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I have a glass of wine maybe, you know, once a month or something like that. So or like when I go out to dinner or something like that, I may have a glass of wine. So I don't need it. I'm I'm the life of the party without the wine. I'm I'm. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like four o'clock in the morning, four thirty. Turn up, let's go. You know, it's <laughs> we'll like, wait right. a minute. What has she been smoking? Like, what has she like drinking? What is she? What's she on? But I don't need it. So, is it is it considered bad at that point? You a know, lot these of are the kind of questions I get. So that's why I'm just yeah. Like, I'm so coming. the
1: thing is. That was Christ's first miracle was changing water to wine. However, (laughs) we have to know ourselves because I'm going to drink my wine, but we have to know ourselves and we have to know, am I, is my drinking becoming excessive or Mm -hmm. am I drinking to fill a void? And we don't need to be doing anything to fill a void because God should make us whole. Mm -hmm. So any voice that we have, we should be filled by God and not filled by God worldly things um, mm-hmm. that's man-made so there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine or a mixed drink you know your bill's going to be a little bit higher because you're going to pay more go ahead and yeah. get that sweet tea or that lemonade it's cheaper <laughs> and if you really want to you know make what a
0: budget
1: water and okay. lemon on the side
0: <laughs> absolutely make you a little like you a little lemonade get you some packets of sugar hey but see me i just do water with lemon but yeah some people want to make some lemonade hey hey do what, do what, you, what you want to do whatever floats your boat
1: but the what? thing is with this it's as children of god and followers mm. of christ we have to be examples. so even though we can do something that's not wrong sometimes people may see or view it wrong and be led astray. So mm. I know we have different, what we call standards for those in clergy for pastors and preachers and ministers and deacons. but then the other members to kind of just, you know, they can be wishy-washy. However, God tells us to be hot or cold, because if you are lukewarm, he's going to spew you out of his mouth. We don't want to mm. be those lukewarm Christians and we don't want to be controlled by anything but God, because we have the Holy Spirit within us so we can do all things through him who strengthens us. So there's Mm -hmm. nothing that we cannot overcome. So you can't say, oh, I have to have this or I need this or no, you are dependent on Christ and Christ alone. Nothing else you should be dependent on. And when you find that you are leaning more so towards something else, you need to really go
0: ahead and check that in with God. That's good. That's good. So you mentioned about the sick, um and do you so hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to word this question how so you feel like it's a bad habit because you're not married right that but it was more of an addiction
1: at one point
0: okay so what if if you were to get married (laughs) you can have sex all the time right true and it can still be an addiction at that point too. Mm, talk about that. Talk about you being married and 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 just wanting your spouse to just give it to you. <laughs> you know what, baby? We're done with dinner right now. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> um, I can't fully go into that because I'm not
1: married, um, but it can be addiction. Anything can still be addiction just because you're you can do it and it's okay with the law with you know the Lord. However, you have to check with your spouse. Are they comfortable doing this on a regular basis? How frequently? And the thing Mm -hmm. is, if they so called reject you in your efforts to want to engage in sexual intercourse and so forth, and you get frustrated and you get mad, and then you start lusting in your mind and looking elsewhere, Mm. that's when you have the problem because the enemy is going to get into your head and tell you, hey, Oh, that girl or that man, they were looking at you. They don't, you know, they do this, they do that. And then slowly and surely you're gonna act on those desires in your mind. So that's
0: good. That's you know good. It's so it wonders- can basically lead you into cheating.
1: Yeah, whether it be pornography or mm-hmm. masturbation and mm-hmm. different types of things. So you have to be very verbal with your spouse. And that's why it's important to be
0: whole before you say I do come on, talk about that. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Talk yeah.
0: about it. Yeah, that's that a whole different to... conversation. I um, know, but, I know. I'm but like, literally, you have now?
1: to be whole before you say I do because when you say I do, there's a lot of things that are going to rise up to the surface that you didn't that's realize something. was there. So if mm-hmm. you're not working on you and before all that, trust me, when you get married, it's all going to be there. That's good. You have someone that looks at you every single day and it's going to point things out in you and it's going to bring some things up from you because yeah. that's just inevitable. Children even point things out in us, and when we realize, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know I did that. I didn't know that mm-hmm. I did that," but they do. So, be
0: whole, get whole, strive for wholeness. You know, that's good. That is really good. Um, and I do want to talk about like some practical ways to break in like different bad habits. Um, because you know, of course, I'm very practical. I love mm-hmm. to give steps. You know, I don't want to talk to somebody about something and then, you know, tell them, oh, you know, go break the bad habit. And I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, wait, how, no. <laughs> like, you know, give me some steps, like show me what, you know, what I need to do. Um, And I think for me, like right now, if I could think about my worst habit um, that I have is. Hmm. My worst habit right now is probably eating out
1: fast food,
0: fast food. It's definitely because it's so convenient and it's yes. just me. Um, and some people may say, oh, well, it's just you. It's okay. You know, it's more convenient for you to get that than to try to cook a whole meal, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I can listen to all this and that just only fuels my habit even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think about like, OK, what about when the baby comes or what about when the child comes or whoever comes? What about, you know, how is it going to be adjusting? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be able to adjust because first of all, I'm going to be adjusting to them coming uh-huh. and, you know, and, and adjusting to that. So it's like, how am I going to be able to adjust <laughs> to, um, you know, now adjusting to them and then adjusting to cooking, something that I didn't do. So it's best for me to go ahead, I tell myself it's best for me to go ahead and get this in check, like you said, get whole before you get married. Um, Get this in check, this bad Mm -hmm. habit in check before these kids come because then you're going to be looking crazy because you know, you're not used to cooking. Um, So I think just taking it step by step like each day, um, planning out meals, Mm -hmm. um, looking on Pinterest, um, at different things, because once I look at something and it looks good, I'm like, oh, I can make that, you know, yeah. simple. Um, and it, 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 yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, and I'm sorry. that's
1: basically like, at first, you have to identify it. And mm-hmm. that's part of like, you know, being that child of God where we are taking self examinations on ourselves on a consistent basis. So when you identify there's a problem, then you come up with steps to overcome them. Because the thing is, if we just say, oh, I'm just not going to eat out anymore, that's not realistic. You are going to eat out again.
0: Right.
1: However, right. what's your frequency? What days can you eat out? What days yeah. do you need to pack? When do you go grocery shopping? Are you buying everything you need to make these meals throughout the week? Are you willing to mm. eat leftovers more than two times? You know, you have to figure out what works best for you. Whether it means introducing a new recipe once a week or twice a month or you know cooking everything on Sunday perhaps Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. making sure you have two different types of proteins and two different types of greens and two different types of grains so you can kind of alternate you know for your lunch and dinner throughout the week you have to figure out what works best for you and which means you have to try different things but you have to establish boundaries whether it's financially this is how much money you have allotted to eat out Mm -hmm. versus This is, you know, I can only eat out twice a week because yeah, you are a single female. You don't have children. So it is more convenient, but when those kids come, they're going to take up a lot of your time. And if you're not in a good habit of cooking on a regular basis, you're going to go straight Mm -hmm. to McDonald's at this point because Chick-fil-A costs too much. (laughs) Well, first of all,
0: I'm not going to feed nobody kids McDonald's. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Um, hey, you know, I might get to that place, but I, that's when I'm really low. I mean, I gotta be bottom of the barrel low if I do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, they definitely gonna eat Chick-fil-A. But like you said, if I'm not already in that mood, it's gonna be so much easier for me to just go to Chick-fil-A because that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have, you know, if I've already been working towards this habit and breaking it, then I'm already in place. I'm already in position. So um, and I, you kind of went into some of the practical ways that you break habits but I like to go into like so because you know we like to talk about real life stuff that we deal with and so women you know a lot of women deal with this like you know habit of having sex or you know just wanting to have sex they feel like that's their, their, their way of feeling loved honestly so um, how would you tell somebody like what, what were your ways like your practical ways that you're putting in place um, every day to break the bad habit of you know you know participating in uh, sexual activity um one of the things i had to do was accept
1: the fact that it was truly a sin and that it i knew it was a sin but you know in your mind you say it's not that bad it's not that bad Mm -hmm. because everyone's Mm -hmm. doing it so once i truly accepted okay this is a sin i had to confess it and for me i didn't just confess it to god I had to confess it to somebody else um, because that's where my freedom was. So in me humbling myself and being transparent and vulnerable, God was able to heal me from the inside out. So, and then since that part of me was removed and that shame and guilt and heaviness was gone, I had to really make sure I was pouring in that word into my life. So that meant
0: mm-hmm.
1: reading my Bible, reading plans yeah. that pertain to my struggle. Um,
0: mm-hmm. That's good.
1: Um, spending time with other like-minded people. Because the thing is, when you're alone, that's when the enemy talks to you. And that's when the enemy tries to get to you. But if you are spending your time with like-minded people, other women of God, just um, good people doing fun things. because there's fun things to do outside of just being with the opposite sex like you can go bowling you can go out to eat you can go for a walk like you know we Mm -hmm. all need to get exercise you know you can have a game night there's so many different things that we can do if we actually look for ideas and ways um even like you know online you can look for different activities and events in your area like painting Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. there's so much that we could do however if we have to change our focus so if i'm only focused on this one aspect and how to i to how can i get to that then i won't be able to work on myself in other ways and improve and learn different things about myself that i didn't truly know and learn more coping skills because it's going to happen you're female we have these desires that we're born with so what do you do to get over it you realize that those desires are going to come and then I believe accountability is a very important aspect um, because God did not create us to be alone. So who am I turning to whenever I have my weak moments? So I don't want to turn to another man. I need to turn to another woman of God that's going to be strong and rude and say, oh, just call him. No, I don't need that. I need someone to say, hey, I'm coming over. Or, hey, you know, I'm watching Mm -hmm. this. Or, hey, let's pray together you know, someone who's truly going to want to see me be successful and overcome this weak area in my life. Everyone can't be your accountability partner. However, when you truly pray and when someone says, hey, I'm going to be there for you, open up and be honest and transparent when you need them. Because people, they don't know what you need unless you verbally tell them. And so instead of living in your secrecy and your shame in your lives and that hidden person that you are you have to really come out from among them come into the light and expose certain things not to everybody but to certain people that are trustworthy that you yeah. know that's going to really look out for
0: your best interests. that's man listen we need to whoo past the collection place because that's good (laughs) that's good I just want to recap you said the bible plan to talk about your struggle getting your word and where you're struggling in um also you know finding other activities to participate in there's so much fun stuff to do like you said you probably didn't even realize how much fun this other stuff was because you were just so much into that habit mm-hmm. you know you thought like that was the thing to do you know uh maybe have a couple of drinks smoke a blunt and have sex yep. it's like oh that's the glorious thing to do like god had to create this because it's amazing <laughs> you know so um But you, you, you know, like you said, you, you didn't discover those new things until you actually went looking for. And that's what God says. When you seek me, you will find Mm -hmm. me. You seek my word and seek my wisdom. I will give it to you. I won't withhold it from you. I'm not out here to let you struggle. I sent my son to die for you, for your sins. And you think I want you to continue to meddle in this? No. No, I don't. I want you to give it to me. And like you said, that was the big thing I skipped over. Confession. That is key. When we repent and we say, God, look, this is a struggle for me. Like, first of all, it's a sin. I'm sorry. I hate, I did it. I, I don't want to do it anymore, but I need you to help me because it feels good. That's what we all doing. Um, You know, it's just going to be strange with me out here doing it, but I don't want to do it mm-hmm. anymore. I want to commit my body to you. I want to give you, you know, this part of me. I don't want to w- be withholding this part of me. I don't want to be giving you uh, certain parts of me. Like, okay, I'll go out there and serve. But then when I get done serving, I'm about to go out here and, you know, have sex with this guy. You know, I don't want that to be my life anymore. I want your help with this, and God will definitely give you the help that you need. Mm-hmm. However, like you said, you have to be willing to take the help. You have to be willing to take the out, the escape. You know what I'm saying? And we a lot of times, and you said this too, justifying our sin. We can justify something to the t, mm-hmm. whatever it is that we are doing we can make it right if we want to. And God will let us do that. He will let us do that because he already know we know what's right and we just justify it. It's our flesh. You know, we, we operate in our flesh. So he'll let us go, you know, okay. Um, I really don't think that's a sin because, you know, you hear people say, Oh, well, I don't think homosexuality is really a sin because God says love one another, oh. baby. Listen, no. That meant that God <laughs> clearly, said, clearly said in his word, man and woman, mm-hmm. man and woman, not two men and two women, man and woman, yes. he, not two, not woman and woman, not Eve and Eve are, or Martha and Eve. He said Adam and Eve. Yes. So why is y'all out here playing like this? But you want to do what you want to do. You know, we want to do, let me just say this. We want to do what we want to do. And until we, you know, surrender that surrender, our will completely to God. Like, we just going to continue to live in bondage to this stuff. And we won't have no peace in our life. We won't have no peace. That's why people, be want to have these conversations about different things. Like, you know, I have people that want to debate me on certain things. And I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and have this conversation with you because if you believe that, then that's what you believe. And we ain't got to debate about it because what I believe, I'm not about to call you and ask you. So what you think about God telling me that I'm supposed to be nice to people who be mean to me? I'm not about to say that because you know why? I already Know know that's what he told me to do. So it's nothing to debate. Um, but but yeah, so that was that was really good. I love the the Bible plan, the confessing, the finding better activities, and getting with people who are strong in the areas where you Mm weak. That is key. Yes, that is so key. You can't hang around the same people that you was just running with to doing the same stuff and then think you're gonna break the habit. Absolutely not. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. You can try it every time. It's not gonna work. Um, you know, same thing with me. Like I'm trying to get around people now who are. Remember, I called you the other week, and I was just like Keisha. You know, I am trying to understand people more because I think that I have just been running with what I think is right, and not really understanding why a person does what they, you know, what what why do they do what they do. So I want to understand why do you know why do you do that, or why do you you know think like that, or why did you come to, you know how did you come to this conclusion about this? Mm-hmm. I want to understand people more. So now I'm getting around people who. Understand they actually have conversations With people and they understand where these people are coming From why because that's not something That I've been doing but if I want to change And I want to be better in that area like You said I got to gather with people who are strong In that area already I'm not about to go with People who talk over people Or who don't listen to people Who say they way or no way Um I can't be with them because that's Not what I'm trying to do anymore that's not my My thing no more so I got to move around mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah. And it does matter who you associate with, you know, it's very important. Um, the Bible says, because I have some scriptures here um, the Bible says not like not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near and that's Hebrews ten twenty five. So we have to really encourage each other. And so if we're not like-minded, we, what are we encouraging each other for? You know, if we mm-hmm. don't believe in Christ, what what's what are we building? And that's right. that's a hard thing because we don't want to let go of some of those people. But mm-hmm. certain people are dead weight to us. Yes, we can encourage them, not saying cut people off, you know, super cold. However, if they are not lead- leading you to Christ, they are leading you to destruction. And the that's- enemy, his job is to still kill, and destroy. And he will use any and everyone. For his plan, you know, so we have to really realize that God always gives us an escape out. The Bible also says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to Mm -hmm. endure it. So he's Mm -hmm. going to give you a way of escape now it's for us as children of God, to walk in it. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: God doesn't control us. We're not puppets. We have our own free will. So if Mm -hmm. the voice of God is not the loudest voice in our ear, then we're going to go for whatever we want. We're going to go for those fleshly desires, those fleshy things. So we have to truly, like I always say this, like I'm a big, big person that says, component, like you need to be plugged into God, you need to hear his message. If all you do is watch TV and go on social media, and it's not spiritual content that's going to uplift you and help you grow and strengthen you and challenge you, then you are feeding your spirit harmful things, toxins, basically,
0: you are destroying
1: your Mm -hmm. temple completely. Because if you are not feeding your spirit with those good nourishment, then you're going to Um, crumble and you're going to fall away. And we need to be whole, especially in these last and evil days, because the enemy and people are coming at us in every direction, making us think that everything is good and everything is not good. Everything is not lawful. Like, yeah, we have free will, but we should not be doing all these different things. We have to be um, unique individuals of Christ because God has called us to come out of the darkness. God has called us to be a vessel and a light and a dark dark world so yeah First Corinthians 6 12 says all things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful all things are lawful for me but I will not be enslaved by anything
0: come on so
1: girl so Second <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Peter 2 19 they promised them freedom but they themselves are slaves of corruption for whatever overcomes a person to that he is enslaved so The world is always going to entice us with everything shiny. I remember the first time I went to a casino, I was underage and they checked everyone's ID but mine. So at this time, I guess you could be 18. They checked literally like six other people's ID and then they just let me in. I was like, this gotta be God, but it really was the devil, right? (laughs) It was the enemy enemy (laughs) letting me, and it was just lights everywhere. It was just like, I was like a kid in like a toy store, but it wasn't even enticing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do people get addicted to this? Now, granted, I don't have to understand your addiction to believe that you are drawn to it and you have a hard time so, overcoming it. However, mm-hmm. just seeing that, and that's what the world does. It's like, we're here and everything that allures us and the enemy knows how to tempt us. God doesn't tempt us. Mm-hmm. God does not tempt us. Um, he puts us through trials, but he does not tempt us. God cannot tempt. Um, so the enemy tempts us with things that he knows that we like. He's not
0: going to give you something you don't like and throw it in front of you. That's like if good. I don't, cause he you know, yeah. it's easy. It's easy for you to turn yeah. that away. This, that's how I know. Sometimes he be tempting me. That's how I know. It's a temptation from the devil. I'd be like, yeah, you tried it and you did good. Mm-hmm. That was good. That, right now, close. that was exactly what I wanted, but I'm about to go. <laughs> Bye. I got to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because in my lifetime I've had, like especially men like they'll be so good in so many different areas but Mm -hmm. their relationship with prices is off and i'm like hold up god i know but you know i try to make excuses because i'm like these people are amazing but when you really go down to the root of it it's like hold up if they're lacking Mm -hmm. the main priority that's on your list you said it everything else everything else can go it's gonna be because the thing is especially if we're talking about relationships if a man loves the lord and he is truly serving god and is filled with the holy spirit and living for him he god will change everything out of them everything his finances may not be be great but he's going to ask for wisdom and he's going to learn how to manage his finances he's going to ask for wisdom and learn how to lead his family so everything may not be pretty he may not dress the way you want but certain things can be changed and if someone truly Amen, wants to serve god, now. they will change and become better for Amen. for god and for his glory so you know we mm-hmm. have to realize what it is that's tempting us and we have to be willing to overcome it and to let it go because god's not going to take it from us we have to give
0: it Y'all heard that. I heard. I mean, I'm mean, i I'm over here like writing my list now. Like, God, I'm about to give all this to you. I'm about to get in my Bible plan on this stuff. I mean, they got Bible plans on fast food because I'm about to get in there. Because I, <laughs> baby, this <listen. laughs> It's an addiction. The devil is a lie, though. He will not have a hold on my finances. And I already know God is about to take my finances to the next level. And I'm about to have money out the world. And I need to go ahead and have these cooking uh, principles in place that way when the money come I'm just cooking nicer things yeah. I'm not going out to eat because I got more money now uh. Uh, the devil <laughs> no we're not doing that we're gonna break these bad habits um man this is this has been good like it's been really really good talking about this and it's just crazy how many things can fall under um you know bad habits and God, and, and it's, this is somewhere in the scripture, and Keisha, you may know, <laughs> but God has given us everything that we need to live a yep, godly that's life. That's the Bible. Like, yeah. I don't like, know where. But... Yes, and <laughs> we don't have to, oh, surprisingly, <laughs> but we don't have to have these, ba- these bad habits, and I think you just said this in one of the scriptures, these bad habits don't have to have chains on us. Like, we have been given the keys to unlock the chains that are on our life, but we're not using the keys that we've been uh-huh. given. And so God, like, okay, well, you just gonna stay in chains to the stuff then because you, because I've given you everything. I'm not setting you out here and setting you up for failure. I'm, you know, I'm setting you up to uh-huh. like, yeah, at one point you were born into a sin, you know, and, but when Jesus came and died, it's like, okay, I've given you everything. Yeah. I've given you everything that you need to live for me. So when people say, oh, it's so hard. Yes, it is uh-huh. hard. But we have everything we need. We have everything we need. It's like it's like um, cutting the grass. Think about cutting the grass. We got an acre of lawn here. Okay, um, I don't have this, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> you know, example, <laughs> uh, an acre of of grass here, right? And so, but we got to ride it more. Yeah. Like, okay, but I, but the riding more, um, it sometimes it smokes and sometimes it does this and it's like, baby, get on the riding mower and cut the grass. Like just, just get on it and cut the grass. Like it's easy because all you got to do is get on mm-hmm. it and, and cut the grass and then it's cut you know, and then you don't have to cut it for another what I don't know. However long you, you know, however long your grass stay mowed, you know, but it's like, you but we out here making all these excuses about why we tied up into certain certain things, but we're not making the true effort to get out of it. And God knows uh-huh. we're not. Like God knows that when we cap it, God knows when we say, you know, I'm not going to eat any more fast food. Well, you remember I did that. And you were just like, that's that's unreal. facts. That's stupid. <laughs> that's just you know you don't need to do that. And that's why it's good to have good <laughs> friends in your life because you was just like you set yourself up for failure. Because you don't need to just go cold turkey because you're going to be just like a crackhead. You're going to be full-blown back in it at some point (laughs) if you try to go no fast food. Now, let's try, you know, and I think I did once a week. Okay, Keisha, I can do once a week. And you like, that sounds more realistic. And that actually made me feel like, okay... I can do that, you know, because you were just like, it's more realistic, because at first you was just like, yeah, that's just dumb, and I was like, yeah, I think that is kind of (laughs) dumb. So, it's good to have people in your life that will tell you the truth, and keep it real with you, um, but will pray for you, and pray with you, and and want you to, you know, elevate and do better, Mm -hmm. Um, and be able to call you out on those bad habits. That's another thing, like, and I'm not going to start that conversation, because I know we can go (laughs) long, but, you know, and I know we said longer episodes, but we're not about to do that, we're not going into that but it's it's good to have people in your life that that challenge Mm -hmm. you that will call Mm -hmm. you out and say hey I don't think this is a good idea hey I don't think this is you know this is helping you like or even challenge you in the aspect of like how is this helping you Um, you know tell me more about this Um, be open to those kind of people those people aren't just trying to make you feel bad about yourself nine times out of ten they're trying to make you see something that maybe you're not Mm -hmm. seeing uh, because you're so deep in it so, um, I think that's, you know, that's key too. Um, but yeah, man, Keisha, I just want to thank you again, of course, for joining us on the Golly Girls girl talk podcast It's always, always a blessing to have you here all the way from Martinsburg, West Ooh-hoo. Virginia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And y'all don't worry because Keisha will be back, uh, before season two is up. I plan to have her back, uh, on the podcast. Keisha, do you have any, uh, closing statements for the listeners? Um, And then also after that, share your social media links or, you know, any way that they can get in contact with you if they have any further questions or just want to, you know, connect with, um, the last thing
1: um, I think I'm going to say is don't get down on yourself. If it takes you longer than others to break your habits or addictions, um, mistakes Mm. do happen. So remember to constantly give it over to God daily, hourly, so forth, because before you know it, it won't even be an issue anymore. Um, so, so just, you know, give yourself grace because God gives us grace. So we have to give ourselves grace. Um, but yes, my name is Lakeisha. You can find me on Facebook um, with my whole name, Lakeisha Gillespie, which I'm sure she's going to put my whole name down there. And then I have <laughs> Instagram, um, which is miss underscore K I K I K I K K underscore. 89. So you can link with me on there, you know, um, and we can chit chat. And I just, you know, I'm grateful for the sisterhood that I have with um, this platform, you know, not just with the podcast, but with our Thursday meetings, you know, that sisterhood is so real. And I'm just so grateful because we have these conversations every week, <laughs>
0: so I love it. Yes, yeah, so y'all gotta join us. Y'all gotta join us. Um, so yeah, um, I definitely connect with Keisha. Uh, now, Keisha, I gotta ask you a serious question: Are you going to allow these people to be friends with you? First of all, because I know there was a time that you was like, I ain't add nobody. Y'all know. Well, so you, <laughs> y'all might need to message, message her or me, something. DM her, <laughs> or something first, and be like, hey. Keisha, it's me from the podcast and I'm just reaching out. I got further questions about the topic of bad habits. I'm really struggling with this and I would like some help because Keisha is telling y'all to find her on these sites, but she just might look at you crazy because I know she sent me like screenshots several times like, who is it? Do you know this person? Is this you? Are you doing a fake Facebook page? And I'm like, no. no. Right. Decline. <laughs> um, so yeah, send me a message. Yes, go
1: ahead and send me a message first because if I don't know you, and I have no mutual friends, I'm probably nine times out of 10, I'm going to decline, unless the Holy Spirit tells me <laughs> elsewise. But I'm not quite there yet in my faith. So more than like, I'm going to decline. So send me a message and I will respond.
0: <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. See, I had to clear that up for y'all because Keisha, Keisha was going to have y'all sitting in her friend request box until she deletes y'all. And y'all like, dang, she told me I could reach out. Negative. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well thank you again, Keisha, for being here. I love you so much. Um that is it for today, GGT fam. Please stay tuned in for more details. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Godly Girl Talk. I pray that something was said that spoke directly to your heart and situation. Please refer to the show notes for all the gems shared throughout the episode today. Also, be sure to check out my website at Iamagodlygirl.com where you can explore all things Godly Girl. And lastly, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. See you next week. I love you. Be blessed.